Good morning and welcome to the VSA Morning Miner. It's Monday the 28th of February. I'm Ollie O'Donnell and I'm joined by Paul Rankin. Paul, how are you today? I am well, thank you. How are you? Yep, all good, thanks. Uh, refreshed after a week off. Um, so, yeah, keen to get going. Right, well, I guess we'd better start with um, the impact on natural resources from the developments relating to Russia over the weekend. So obviously BP has uh, moved to divest its position in Rosneft. Um, and they have taken a $25 billion write down, um, which is a pretty sharp move. And, and generally Russian equities are getting pretty hit pretty hard this morning. Polymetal, which has been a staple of um, probably most major gold funds is off 39% this morning. Um, Petra Pavlos, which uh, is less of an institutional stock, is down 13%. But even uh, safe haven companies, which I mean, Polymetal is, is an extremely well run company, um, and that is getting hit very hard today. Yes, that's right. And uh, what are it comes down to is uh, not only the, the objections to the uh, in the politics to the military invasion of Ukraine. It comes down to institutional investors if they have any kind of credibility as to saying that they believe in the ESG criteria. Well, there is nothing uh, in the governance uh, criteria uh, which is uh, defensible for institution to be holding uh, Russian domiciled uh, firms which are otherwise uh, paying tax revenues to this uh, initiative in Ukraine. So major institutions essentially are forced to, into a position of uh, selling if they're going to maintain their ESG or their own ESG credentials, I think. Uh, yeah, I, um, this fire sale doesn't necessarily mean that uh, fund managers are going to have uh, piles of cash to invest in the rest of the world in terms of gold or oil and gas, um, but it will narrow their universe certainly um and let's look at one of the mid caps that's growing perseus mining is now going to acquire orca gold we've been watching that project grow impressive project in sudan over the last few years haven't we paul yes that's right orca with a major gold deposit discovery that's uh, now in uh, development at this stage in Sudan, which is uh, roughly a five million ounce open pit uh, or series of open pits uh, there in Sudan, would be the largest uh, mining operation in Sudan as well. Perseus Mining uh, being a uh, integrated uh, West Africa gold uh, producer that's been in acquisition mode for a couple of years now, and uh, they are uh, offering 0.56 uh, Perseus shares for every Orca share. Uh, and that represents a premium of 63% on the last closing price. Uh, the directors, which control 37% of Orca shares, have all voted in favor of the deal, so they think it's pretty fair in that regard as well. So uh, I suspect this deal will uh, go through. Okay. Uh, base resources interims, Paul, any, any thoughts there? 
Yeah, the key point uh, there of pleasing for shareholders is that it's record revenues for the first half of over our U.S. $104 million. And the fact that uh, on the order side that uh, they get received uh, higher prices on all of the products that they sell uh, with 12%, 43% and 36% rises in Rutil, Ilmenite and Zircon realized prices uh, respectively. Also in the half, they did complete a new uh, uh, definitive feasibility study on the Toliara Mineral Sands project, which is essentially the uh, uh, anchor for the uh, company uh, company's future, and that dep deposit is in uh, Madagascar. But it is somewhat behind schedule as far as its uh, permittings and consensus concerned. So there is some risk uh, here behind uh, base resources in that regard. But at this point in time, um, they are making good money on what they can produce. Yeah, we've highlighted for a while now the um, positive backdrop for mineral sands prices. So that's been a key factor there. Um, anything else, Paul? Yes, I wanted to mention that uh, AIM quoted Castillo Copper has uh, 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 posted a maiden resource on their big one copper discovery there, up there in uh, Queensland. It's a two million ton uh, resource statement to Jork Standard at uh, grading over one percent and it is still open-ended in several directions so the geologists are keen in order to uh, get more drilling into this thing but given its grade and because it's near surface uh, it there will be a mine uh, uh, developed here at some point in time I don't think there's any question of that it's just a question of what the scale will be at this point okay uh, first day of trading for near metals. Andrew and I mentioned that on the podcast the other week. Um, so that's good to have another battery, a proper battery company on the, on the LSE. Paul, what are your thoughts on on that company? Yes, uh, that's. I think that's specifically in order to broaden institutional investors into the battery um, or integrated battery space, and to remember also that one of the primary portfolio assets of Neometals is uh, it's a Scandinavian uh, vanadium uh, slags uh, retreatment uh, uh, situation. Uh, so they at some point will want to uh, raise uh, the CapEx funding to uh, put that into development. So uh, a, a UK listing would certainly be helpful for that. Great. OK, uh, anything else? Uh, only to say that the first assay results are back from Panther Metals drilling on their uh, uh, or cobalt nickel project called Coglia in West Australia, and they're actually pretty good uh, at this stage. Uh, we've got the intercepts uh, over uh, uh, 10 meters in the first five holes, running between one and three percent nickel, and about 1500 ppm in cobalt. So. This is definitely an enriched uh, discovery of some kind, and uh, Panther Metals has a 58-hole uh, program initially planned here, and this is just the first five holes released, so be be following this one closely. Okay, right. Well, I think we've covered quite a lot there, so we'll call it a day for today and speak to you again tomorrow. Thanks, Paul. See you then.